Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time. Go. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, everybody? Uh, thanks for listening. What's good, Chris? Hey, bud. What up, Brian? Yeah. Um, welcoming back uh, from the singularity, it is um, Edgelord Big News Brian. Yo, what's up, nerds? Yeah, for those who are not in the know, Brian forgot his mic last week so we did what any reasonable podcast would do and force brian to become one with the ai singularity uh so <laughs> how was that brian did you enjoy yourself in there uh it was a little awkward to be honest oh yeah I wasn't really expecting the expecting it to be so hot in there <clears throat> oh yeah it's fucking hot in the internet dude live in the living internet she gets crazy um but uh, he's back now in the flesh. Very excited to do this episode. Uh, we got uh, a handful of series uh, that we'll probably spend two hours talking about. So uh, let's get into plugs. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. That's on Instagram and at ny chilling with an en not an ing and that's on twitter oh yeah brian you can find me at b.esp on both instagram and twitter and if you ever want to catch me when i'm streaming you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline oh yeah did you get your computer fixed yeah i'm currently on my computer again hey. so. nice. the boy is streaming so check See, it out. he had to go inside the computer the last week <laughs> to maintenance this shit and now it's back yeah Oh my god, very excited. Check out his Twitch stream uh, and check out our Instagram and Twitter at New Jump City on both, uh, especially on the Twitter because we do a really good chapter of the week poll every week uh, when the chapters drop on Sunday through the official release. So yeah, check us out there. You can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, we do actually have a new question, but that will be for next week because we need to ruminate on it. Uh, Sketchy Mike is trying to challenge our very uh, ability to answer these weird ass questions so i need to take some time uh before we get into it i don't i don't think i sent it to the boys because i forgot but uh, oh shit yeah i oh, we got your question and we're getting on it uh but uh, and if you guys have questions out there that you guys want to ask us uh let us know uh email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com or you can comment under the video that you're watching below, whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts that we make for each episode. And while you're at it, why don't you subscribe? Just do to do us a favor, subscribe, like, share the video, let people know that we are cool if you enjoy the podcast. Uh, and if you prefer audio podcasts, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there. The audio version of the podcast usually comes out first. So get us, get on there and give us a review. I think Spotify does reviews now, like little stars. You can rate it, rate it on Spotify. Give us the five stars uh, and, you know, leave us an iTunes review. Help us with the algorithm. The algorithm is all powerful. We cannot, we need to, we need to best it. Um, yes. but, uh, until then, that's, mm. that's about it for the plugs. Let's get into the show proper. One piece. 
Oh my God. This is One Piece chapter 1043. Let's face death together. Three exclamation points. Uh, the cover page is not really anything crazy. Uh, Brule, really not. Brulee and Oven just get to Whole Cake Island, but it is still destroyed, it looks like, from the battle that the Straw Hats had there. So I really couldn't tell. I, yeah, you can see the cake falling over. Uh, oh. So, you know, I guess it's okay. still fucked up. Um, but anyway. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. Um, next week, we'll probably crazy. <laughs> no, but... uh. Last chapter we left off, Kaido uh, seemingly uh, has defeated Luffy uh, with the help of the CP0 guy who came in and uh, did Luffy dirty there uh, with the attack. So the uh, Kaido's attack has landed, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, Luffy is actually defeated. Uh, it's... <laughs> all the... Yeah, all the... All the uh... Gear forth running out of his body. Yeah, Kaido's just looking up at the steam, at the potential <laughs> that he had, and just being like, damn, this sucks. <laughs> um, meanwhile, down below, Momonosuke notices that he cannot hear Luffy's voice anymore using the uh, observation hockey. Luffy falls to the ground, regular mode, and uh, it's official. The narrator <laughs> declares Kaido king of beasts, the winner of the battle on the roof of the Skull Dome. And now it's just... Yeah. Now it's just that's how we knew it was real. Oh yeah. <laughs> now it's just Kaido and CP Zero guy, and Kaido is immediately like, He's like... <laughs> <laughs> watch the YouTube guys. Oh my god, NewJumpCity.com. I mean YouTube slash New. Yeah, go on YouTube and look up New Jump City. Yeah, podcast. we're there. You'll see us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kaido looks down on CP0 guy and is like, so you're prepared for what happens next? And to his credit, CP0 guy is, doesn't even, d says nothing. He's just, he accepted his fate he, the moment he took that order. Yeah, he tips his cap. Let me, just let me close my he eyes. He his cap, did he? Yeah. <laughs> he said, let me t close my eyes, make sure I don't see what's coming. Ah. And Kaido unleashes, I think his biggest attack actually that he's ever done like we've seen him do right on CP zero guy's head. Um, yeah. Mashed him into jelly. Uh, it, it, I guess, uh, it's very safe to say even through one piece rules, uh, CP zero guy is dead. His <laughs> man tilts his cap too. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little, I think he's dead. <laughs> yeah. A little gangster salute there. <laughs> Just like, right. All right. See you later, Space Cowboy. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not looking good. He's dead. Uh, everybody's like, yo, the ceiling is collapsing. Uh, everybody's just trying to get out of the fucking um, area of destruction that's that's becoming of uh, Onigashima. And uh, all of a sudden, Kaido comes down full dragon form, coming in hot. He's just like, Luffy's done. All right. Where's Momonosuke? <laughs> Yeah, like, all right, I'm ready to end this shit now. <laughs> yeah, this is over. I'm finished. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> this is the worst day ever. <laughs> uh, so this war is over. I am shanked. Yeah, <laughs> but a dragon. <laughs> but dragon. Yeah. And more aggressive. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, Luffy <laughs> is dead. Anyone else who wishes to challenge me, step forward. And uh, <laughs> all of Luffy's allies are like, ah, fuck. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, Kid and Law are like, ah, shit. Uh, Chopper starts crying. Nami uh, is like yelling at Kaido like, you're fucking lying, bitch. You didn't kill that guy. You didn't kill Luffy. Fuck you. I don't believe you. And Kaido wanted the smoke immediately. <laughs> yeah. Kaido is not tolerating any back talk. He immediately just shoots his blast said, breath. Who? <laughs> he said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> who said that? <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Calling me a liar? <laughs> the fuck you just said? <laughs> Uh, and then he unleashes his bat blast breath. Marco comes in for the save. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he yells at Nami not to lose her composure before it's all over. Good for Marco for being an optimist. Um, gotta respect it. And uh, Kaido goes off, man. He is like, the fucking plan's gonna go off as planned. You know, the Onigashima's gonna land upon the flyer flower capital. Uh, and I'm gonna take everyone here as my slave. You have earned my wrath. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I win. Yeah. He's really just gloating. This is his touchdown dance. He was just talking his shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to picture as a dragon. He's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, right. He's just do the Everyone he's also, will be he's also angry for what just transpired. I don't yeah. see him. I don't think he's quite festive, but I think like how 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 you said from the jump, he has had enough. He's yeah, enough of this farce. Yeah, I yeah. think it's his light. <laughs> I guess by, he's either gonna get down or fucking lay down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think like by you know like that touchdown yeah. like celebration when like you've been like losing for so long and then you finally get over like two points. And you uh-huh. just like throw the the ball on the ground. You just look at the audience like this. That's what Kaido's doing right now. Yeah. He's like prancing what? around like, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, Kaido's saying all this shit. They're, uh, yeah, know, even he says, this is what it means to lose a war. <laughs> the cost of your defeat is your freedom and your hope. Oh, my God. He's keeping it real. I mean, you know, good on him. That's interesting given what happens later, but we'll get into that. Um, so, yeah, all of uh, Kaido's pirates are reinvigorated. They immediately, like, try to kill uh, Law and Kid. Uh, but Law and Kid's uh, crewmates come in, and each one from each crew, like, defends the other captain. Like, you see John Bart from Law's crew protect Kid, and one of Kid's pirates come and protect Law. It's kind of a cool little moment there. Um the cat viper and uh and carrot are trying to figure out a way to escape but you know all the fucking exits are blocked by it like flames everything's on fire uh kid and law get up like well this is our last ride (laughs) you know we're not going down like bitches uh right which respect little points of respect law's like man i see you at the crossroads dog (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely His lame ass. So yeah. we did our job. Yeah, we beat an emperor. <laughs> um, meanwhile, outside, yeah, Zoro. He had somebody. Yeah, right? he he did have somebody. Um, was it that girl up there? Let me that guy. Which guy? Oh, Kaido's daughter. So. Oh, oh, Yamato. Yamato. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of which, Yamato's outside with Momonosuke, and uh, Momonosuke is panicking. Uh, cause 
Yamato is like, we're going to have to fight, dog. I mean, we got to we gotta abort this little thing we're doing here and go in and try to beat my dad's ass. Um, and Momo's freaking it's, out. It's, it's time to die. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm ready to go die, die about this shit. And <laughs> yeah, 100%. So he's like, uh, yeah. maybe we can just surrender and not lose our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah Yamato's not trying to hit that shit. Not at all. Uh, we're making it. We're, it's more epic than we're making it sound because we're summarizing. But uh, she gives this really cool. Uh, he gives this really cool speech um, about how like your surrender would be worse than dying because you know this whole thing was about like putting you in power. And first of all, there's no way he's gonna let you live. So you know, us surrendering, we're just gonna be worse than death because we'll just be slaves in Kaido's weapons factory. So that's not gonna be fun. Uh, so if you're going to let it go to waste, then let's face death together. Cool line. And a uh, little bit of silence as Momonosuke ponders over this possibility. Kaido is just blasting people left and right. He's like, I'll clean this shit up myself then if you guys aren't going to do this. Hey, you worthless fucking crewmates. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then... They haven't been since we've been on this island. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then the big thing happens. The big thing everyone's talking about. Uh, out on the Skull Dome, Luffy's heart is beating. And then Zunesha starts piping up. He says, Momonosuke, I can hear it. How long it's been. I hear the drums of liberation for the first time in 800 years. He is here. Momonosuke is like, who's here? And he says, Joy Boy has returned as Luffy is going through some transformation of some sort. And uh, that's where the oh, chapter ends. That's where the chapter ends. Uh, we got two weeks until the next One Piece chapter. It's not coming out this coming week, which uh, just grinds my gears. It just chaps my ass. But uh, off for two weeks in a row? Um, yeah. It, it, no, it's off next week. And then the week after, it's coming back. Okay. Which is still upsetting. Uh, but then yeah. I think after that, there's also another break waiting for us. So we only get in one chapter. And then there's another break right after. Uh, I feel like Oda does this on purpose. Like, he knows when his breaks are. So he timed this exact thing to happen right there. I mean, he's literally been doing it longer than we've been alive. So I mean, not necessarily. Yeah. Longer than Brian's been alive, maybe. But didn't he start before? Didn't he start One Piece in the eighties? He started. No, he started in, in the in nineteen ninety five, or ninety five. Oh. I think about Dragon Ball. Yeah, Dragon Ball is the eighties. Okay, but anyway, uh, let's get into thoughts. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts on this chapter? Um, don't get me wrong. I'm as hype as the next guy over the Joy Boy situation, but I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. My initial thought, what was going on with Luffy, is that this is not Joy Boy himself, but this is Luffy manifest like awakening his his fruit, which is what Joy Boy probably had. He had he probably had the rubber fruit, but it was unrecognizable because he had like awakened it by the time he started you know, having notoriety and such, you know, at the time, I'm pretty, by the time he was making moves and, be, and being a revolutionary, he probably had already awakened his fruit. So they, you know, 
They probably, that's why so many people didn't put just two and two together and probably why Kaido laughed it off when he said, you're no joy boy. He said that for a reason. He probably knew that he used to have, Kaido looks old AF. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure he was probably around when joy boy was a child. <laughs> probably still a grown man, grown dragon man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely old. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think he's he's awakening. I think this is metaphoric. I don't think it's actually Joy Boy coming through his body. Does anyone think that? I mean, rebuttal first. There's a lot. I, I I'll get into it when I get into my thoughts because I actually have a list of all the differing theories that oh people fair, have. Fair. Let me. I guess let me finish. Brian, I don't. I don't think I have any actual thoughts, so I can move it to Brian. All right, <clears throat> so this chapter definitely did stir up some uh, a lot of thoughts about this chapter. Oh yeah, like everybody was talking about it for sure because you know it's a pretty big deal. Um, I think I don't know this. I'm I'm approaching One Piece now with a healthy dose of caution because I just hope it doesn't end up like Naruto or like. Uh, you know, all these other um, chosen one kind of stories. I just wonder what Oda o, uh, Oda's going to do with this kind of thing, you know? Yeah. It just, it, it worries me. It worries me a little bit. I know Oda's really good and shit like that, but anybody can fall victim to the chosen one stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you have uh, any other thoughts, Brian? Nope, that's about it. Okay, so uh, obviously a lot to unpack here uh, because this kind of sent, I guess, the One Piece community a flutter. Uh, yeah, let me hear about it. What's what, what's going on? Okay, going so on? I mean, you know, everybody has their. I mean, there's there's a lot of prevailing theories going around, mostly because we know jack shit about Joy Boy, so there's no real inferences we can make. Um, sure. And I, I guess like I have two ideas as to what this could mean. Um, so I, it's either a lot of people are like Luffy is a reincarnation of Joy Boy. So that's under the assumption that Joy Boy was an actual person. And, you know, Luffy is just like the second coming of this person. Uh, and what I think it is, which I, I, I fall under the school of thought that Joy Boy is not a person. Even I would say that Joy Boy is like a title or. Uh, a spirit of some sort that ha that passes down from people to people um like you know i believe that it started with nika and then it became joy boy and now it's luffy uh who's nika again is that the the, the sun the, god the, huh remember the sun god that they mentioned uh earlier mm -hmm. so, you know there's these like little like um emblems of like freedom like symbols of freedom in uh nika and uh joy boy uh so i think it's more that and i heard i saw this really cool comment one uh somewhere like maybe on tiktok somebody said that like anybody with the d can be joy boy like they're all in theory candidates to become joy boy and i really like that theory a lot um but um, yeah, I mean, who can say for sure? There's not even anything like 
unless Oda himself goes back and shows it to us, I don't think there's much we can go back and even kind of infer because Joy Boy is brought up so sparingly uh, throughout the series. But the way I, the reason I think it's more not a not an actual person is because the way Kaido talks about him is that you couldn't be Joy Boy, like he says it. You know, I think he's, as if it's a title, as if it's like some something ethereal out there, something like non tangible. That Joy Boy represents something more. Maybe it could have been a person named Joy Boy, but Joy Boy, as a concept, is probably something that has been alive ever since the start. So that's symbol of freedom. Yeah, something like that. And I think it's very interesting if they go through with this thing where Luffy is something of a chosen one. And I think like what the reason that this like how Oda handles this is very much like the fate of One Piece as a series kind of hinges on how he handles this Joy Boy thing. Um, because Luffy is all about freedom. You know, like that's his whole thing. That's why he wants to be King of the Pirates is because the King of the Pirates is the freest man in the world, you know? Uh, so, you know, to be a chosen one is to be kind of shackled by fate, you know? And I don't think Luffy... I think like the question with Luffy, if he is a chosen one of some sort, is how he responds to that because Luffy has been like very apprehensive about people telling him about the one piece, even Rayleigh who almost told him and he just like shut that shit down. He's like, I'll find out myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I don't think Luffy would react well to like finding out that his life was actually just like planned out from the beginning. And I think that's the real question there. It's maybe like a deconstruction of the chosen one trope in general and what that yeah. means in uh, in terms of Luffy's philosophy about freedom. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, this is this is going to be crazy uh, one way or another. Uh, the rest of the chapter was entertaining as fuck. Uh, I, I, I did enjoy it. And this was something I didn't even remotely see coming because, uh, <laughs> you know, who, who would have thought that Joy Boy would... Uh, uh, would just emerge. I here's a unique theory of mine. Uh, is that maybe because there's been talk about the the gum gum fruit, and maybe if mm. Joy Boy is a person, maybe there's something about the devil fruits that if you're in tune with them enough, and if you've awakened them, part of your spirit lives within this fruit. So if you eat it, like you basically, I. I guess like to a degree avatar style can have a link to the people who had it before, but that's just me. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not really putting my stamp on that super hard, but I think there's something to that, especially with the uh, significance of the gum gum fruit lately uh, that's being placed on it. Uh, I think I, if you don't mind me, but oh yeah, man, I think there's still room for it to be a situation where it's not about Luffy being the chosen one but about him just being the most adequate for that role. You know, like when the when when Zunisha says Joy Boy, that can still very much mean like we have found our Joy Boy, like our next, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't... That's something that kind of Luffy blazed for himself. And I think the image that... You know, I, I think it's important to say it that way. Like, you know, it... If he's shackled by fate, then so the hell is everybody else, and nothing anybody else would do is doing is of their own free will anyway, right? So what kind? You know, I don't think that's. 
I, I don't. I, I think it's plausible to believe that he had the destiny in his hands. You know what I'm saying? And because of again the conditions that led to him, you know, getting the fruit and going through what he went through, and you know, having you know going through different towns and cities and and changing people and setting the gears in motion for other things happening around the world. I think he's just the number one candidate and. You know, when I think about uh, when they had those weird pointy guys um, in that picture of Luffy, I think that's what that was about. I don't think anybody was fortune telling, although I wouldn't be surprised if someone had the fortune, fortune, no teller fruit. Wait, what do you mean? Okay, do you remember when um, they were in uh, Marijoa? Yeah. Those royal guys? Yeah. They looked all weird and pointy, and they had a picture of Luffy, right? There's one guy. It's Emu. Okay, Emu. My bad. I thought it was like a group of them. It was just Emu. I don't think that was him forecasting the future or saying like, yes, the pieces are falling into place. I think that was him recognizing like, oh, shit. If Luffy continues on his trajectory and blows past these obstacles or does something, even losing the Kaido, if he sparks some type of change in Wano where they resist and things and that, you know, creates more ways that affects other lands. Um, it still fits the bill that Luffy is that their prime, the, the prime disruptor. I mean, Shanks been on the, been around for mad long. He's super powerful, mm-hmm. and it's not like they have his his face up there. They haven't done anything to take him out or curtail him. But then again, we don't know that much either. So yeah, I mean, I there's what I know. there's all a- I'm trying to argue for is that it's very plausible that it's that it, this is Luffy, you know blazing his own path yeah um yeah i mean emo had a bunch of people like a bunch of photos on him so you know he had shirahoshi he had vivi he had blackbeard uh but it is very possible that he's like yeah you're right he did have a bunch yeah it's very possible that he is just kind of like tracking the potential people who could be joy boy in this life um yeah i mean there's there's just so much we don't know so it's just going to be wild conjecture Left and right, uh, I I don't I don't know, I don't know how people can say with the with a straight face that they know one hundred percent what these things could mean. But uh, I'm excited to find thought, out. Man. Say again. Well, so I have one last thought. Yeah, I feel like I'm not going to be upset if this is something that Oda didn't plant, like in the series before. Even if this whole Joy Boy situation is kind of being retroactively made. I think it's okay as long as he blends it well with the story and makes other things feel more relevant towards what he's trying to accomplish in the past, you know? Well, but he so doesn't, we don't need to have these polls. Yeah. You know? I, I don't, I wouldn't mind that. To be fair, though, this has been kind of set up that Luffy was a special character since like the start. Like yeah. it's, so it's not like it's a shock that. Luffy's kind of a quote-unquote chosen one type of character. It's just, it doesn't always pan out well whenever somebody is the chosen one. Like, it's so overdone and all that stuff. And I feel like that's the main thing that people are worried about, is whether the writing in this series is going to take a hit for it or not. I agree. A lot of the discourse is actually, like, people are comparing it to the whole, like, Naruto and Neji debate way back in the day. When, like, the battle that that was is that, like, Neji believed that everything was preordained 
everything is just everything is that's going to happen is meant to happen and naruto is like no with hard work with effort you can change your future you can be something else and then he ended up being the number one guy he ended up being the son of the fourth okage the guy who basically tames the nine tail fox the guy who saves the village a bunch of times over and it turns out he was always supposed to be that guy um right because he's a descendant of like the very important ninja that started this whole thing like the otsusuki alien people that started this whole thing he so, was the most special boy yeah and I'll, that's what a lot of people are worried about with luffy and i think i would argue that if he does go down this road i think that is going to be more of a question than it is a plot point you know i think that's going to be like a, a question that oda is asking in terms of the narrative like what does it mean for Luffy specifically to be the chosen one? How will he take to that given that he doesn't, he's doing all of this. This whole journey has just been about being a free guy, doing whatever he wants, going on these adventures, going where people tell him not to go. Uh, what does that mean for someone like that? Uh, and that that's going to be very interesting. And I think that's what he's hinting at. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe all Joy Boy really means is do whatever the fuck you want and uh, don't let people have slaves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, hey, without just conjecture, right? No, you're <laughs> right. No, I, that's definitely part of it. I do think that Joy Boy is 100% anti-slave. Uh, so, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah, about a billion percent if that's even physically possible. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm very interested to see where this goes. Uh, you know, one piece, it's one, it's probably my favorite series of all time. So I'm excited to see how this goes. I have a lot of faith in Oda and this is the thing that I would say that this is not an ass pull mostly because like Oda has said, he knows how one piece ends. I feel like it's just been extended. It's just with the, the journey ended up being a lot longer than he expected, but he's always known how it ends. And Wano as an arc has been very detailed. This is a thing he's probably wanted to do since the very start. So I think yeah. everything in this is going exactly as how he thought about it back in 1997 when he started this. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, those are all my thoughts. Uh, do you guys have any rebuttals? Any final, any final words on the subject? Nah. Josh. All right. Then I suppose we should move. Oh, wait. Oh, RGC. Yeah, RGC. Brian? Yeah, I'll RGC. Oh, and this is also the audience voted RGC. Um, All right. This is a harmonic convergence RGC, a harmonic RGC. I did make a harmonic drop for this thing. So, you know, this is a little draft. I made it 20 minutes before the podcast, really. Uh, so, uh, here we go. This is our very first official harmonic, really good chapter of the week. We have gathered today in celebration. <laughs> Rejoice, my friends, for this is the harmonic RGC. <laughs> <laughs> that was a plan. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah, boy. I'll probably uh, we all we all on the same page finally. <laughs> yeah, the the all the lot of us. Um, well, I'll polish that up for you guys uh in the next week. Brian hated himself for picking One Piece. Yeah, did not you, Brian? because he thought he was lying to himself, but because he knew he was telling the truth. Brian, any rebuttals oh, to man. that? It was just, it was just. Even though I'm coming at it with a lot of skepticism, it's. A really big chapter for the series. Oh yeah, like you just can't under. Yeah, the significance of this chapter. The significance of this chapter cannot be overstated. This is a big deal. Um, but anyway, that was it. Harmonic, really good chapter of the week. Thank you guys for voting. Uh, vote again at uh, New Jump City on Twitter uh, on Sunday when I put out the new poll. Uh, but until then, uh, let's let's move onward. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, Chapter 347, Inflation. Uh, last we left off, uh, Shigaraki was stuck in a in a Thunderdome that was designed for his demise. Uh, Deku was supposed to be here, but uh, unfortunately not. He is not there right now because, you know, oops, oops. <laughs> whoopsie daisy. Uh, he got uh, dragged into uh, the the battle against Toga, <laughs> which uh, not as uh, epic, I imagine. But um, yeah, so all of the heroes that are currently there, there's a lot of them, but uh, among them being Bakugo, Mirko, uh, Best Genus, uh, and uh, Eraserhead, Monoma, Phantom Thief, they're all there. They're trying to fight off Shigaraki as best they can, but Shigaraki grows a, a bunch of hands uh, and and smacks Mirko in the face with it, um, and that's where the chapter ends. Many handed fingers. Yeah, many hands and fingers. It's honestly, you know, I took a few minutes to look at that picture. Yeah. So I take a little break from the action, guys. But uh, man, this was impressive. Mm-hmm. Nothing surprising here, but boy, do you see all of the fingers and hands and fingers? A lot of fingernails too. I think that's what got me. The fingernails. Yeah. The detail on them, too, man. Um, Horikoshi really showed out. Oh, yeah. In the, in the grossest way possible, but he did. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like my hair or my nails. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're getting oh. into that right now. Um, everybody's like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? We oh, still yeah. have him under erasure. How is this happening? And uh, Shigaraki explains that uh, it's just growth. This is just my body adjusting to my super cool all for one powers. Um, it's just like you know when your hair grows out, you know my, fa- my hands grow out of me. That's it's just a normal growing boy. Uh, um, real quick. Also, it's like the, we already know the limitations to Shigaraki's quirks. Like they, I don't know why they're so surprised. I mean, not not Shigaraki. Uh, Eraserhead's quirk. Like, we know that he can't stop metaphysical, like, physical quirks. Like, he, he can't like disable... Like, heteronor- hetero... What was it? Um, heteromorphs? Is that what they're called? He can't stop those guys. Uh, he can't stop, like, you know, basically people who could transform, people who, like, Spinner, or, like, mutations that, you know, are physical in nature. Um, like, the dog police officer, there's nothing he could do for him. Basically. <laughs> or the... Chicken doctor. Right, the chicken doctor, of course. Right. 
Nice. Most nice importantly, the chicken doctor, of course. I mean, the most important character in the series, honestly. He's healed Deku how many times? Several. Several. Um, I'm on a good meal plan, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Shigaraki has a bunch of hands out. Uh, they're, they're not really sure. Miracle lost her arms and her arm and uh, leg in this battle again like the uh, artificial one that they gave her so she could fight and they have like spares for her that's pretty cool so she grabs some of those um, pretty cool and uh, they try to get very in touch hmm? very realistic yeah I mean it's a smart idea to just have spares uh, no right they would break so have spares right yeah and it uh, came you know I thought it was it made sense yeah no it's cool um, Eraserhead tries to get in contact with Midoriya, and Midoriya is trying to like talk to them, but like signals bad. So you know, uh, they're just uh, they they can't really um, they're trying to find a way to warp him, but they really can't because Monoma can only use one quirk at a time, uh, and switching from Eraser to warp would uh, take around ten seconds. And if all of those fucking hands that Shigaraki has are capable of activating his decay, then they're fucked. So they cannot take their eyes off of Shigaraki uh, at any point in time. Um, so they just gotta make... Midoriya's gonna have to make it there on his own, and the rest of the heroes are just gonna have to stall as much as they can. Um, meanwhile, back on Okuto Island, uh, which is 200 kilometers offshore in the Pacific Ocean... There's this resort that Gang Orca runs, <laughs> and uh, this is his resorts they're just fighting at. So, you know, they're fighting the Nomu. The Nobu has this cool power where he just, like, detaches his limbs. It reminds me of the Lizard Girl, kind of, sort of, from Class 1B, um, who could, like, break apart her body and stuff, but it's yeah. not her, obviously. Um, the uh, no, Yeah. The, uh, the guy with the teeth, the teeth quirk guy is back as well. Um, Moonfish. Oh yeah. Oh uh, man, return of Moonfish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I'll give you one. Of these. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad. I I like this guy. He was like, he had a really creepy ass power, and I thought they took him away too quickly. Um, I did too. <laughs> but he's back, and now he's fulfilled. In every way you wanted it to be. <laughs> oh, we see this character. I actually know this character. Um, that's talking to Froppy, the sailor chick. Yeah, she's a filler character. And if I remember correctly, she's from the an anime episode. Yeah, not the manga. Yeah, filler, filler episode. Yeah, yeah. I I knew that. I knew that. Although I would have been, like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> oh. Who's Sailor? Who's the Sailor chick? Like, what's her, what's her power? I actually don't remember what her power is. Yeah. Was it sonar or something like that? She's like a radar? I don't remember either. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in the ensuing chaos, they kind of lose uh, Uraraka and Deku. Uh, so they're just trying to figure out what to do now. Um, but that's when Toga pulls up, seemingly out of the ground. You, you can see, like, the ground folding around her. It's kind of weird. Um, she pulls up and she's like, "Don't go, Izuku. I love you, so please don't go." And uh, Deku's surprised because he couldn't. He his danger sense didn't activate, despite the fact that uh, Toga came at him with two whole knives. Um, and uh, the uh, 
the user of the danger sense, uh, all for the one for all guy, pulls up and is like, "Well, it's not recognizing the threat she poses because when she attacks someone, she does so out of genuine and pure affection." Um, so you know, because Toga loves genuinely loves Deku, her attacks cannot be seen as dangerous. Like she doesn't have the malice in her. Mm-mm. Uh, to do it, and that's where the chapter ends. This is actually a short chapter; it's like fourteen pages. Um, but yeah, that's all she wrote for this one. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? <laughs> I'm gonna go back to page seven. Okay, and I would encourage you guys as well. Okay. Oh boy. If you, whoever's listening, if you go, if you guys are following along, go to My Hair Academia, page seven. Mm-hmm. We're here. Okay. Are we there? Yep. It's just my slow-ass iPad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. So, so, so. You see these guys in the bottom panel, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to take a good look at them. Oh, boy. Um. So, check this out. What I realized while Shigaraki was throwing his many fingers around and encompassing the entire battlefield... What's stopping him from going after Monoma and uh, Erase Ahead? I would hope they have a plan. I would hope they have a plan, bro. Because if they don't, and their plan was just to shut him down, like, like just to shut his powers down and then over, and then like you know outmuscle him, son, this is gonna be the last time you see these guys alive. <laughs> Those guys that I told you, page seven. Yeah. Yeah, best. Yeah, I always wanted to see uh, best genius get in a one-on-one fight, but this could be his time. Oh yeah, maybe. Or maybe he'll just be dead <laughs> the next time you see him. Maybe the whole battle will have happened off-screen, and Shigaraki <laughs> will be bragging about how they're so lesser than him, even without his quirks. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Do you have any any more thoughts? I mean, that'd be gangster on Shigaraki's part. That'd be pretty lit. I'm not saying that's inherently a bad thing. Yeah. But because I like Best Genus, and this is the last time I'm going to see him, I think he was poorly represented as a character, therefore I could not win the RGC. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's that's fair. <laughs> I said that mostly to grind Brian's gears, but those are pretty much my thoughts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce off of whatever you guys say later. Brian, do you have any thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> this was a very close runner-up for me, mainly oh. because this they established some really interesting stakes to this arc. Like they finally found a way to make Toga an actual threat, which is awesome. You know, like before when you think of Toga, you don't think of somebody who's going to be like a big deal villain. But they found, like, a really cool way for her to be, like, a, a reasonable fight. You know what I mean? Like, a reasonable character to focus on. Because they gave her an interesting way to get around Deku's quirks and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and also, last chapter, I was thinking, like, wait, can Shigaraki just use his decay with those things? And this chapter confirmed it which makes the stakes for that fight even fucking wilder. Like, you gotta understand, this this 
these this chapter set up some really interesting set pieces that that he Horikoshi could play around with. You know, like I'm I'm highly impressed. And I hope that um I hope that he has a little bit of fun with it, you know? Yeah. When like he is. Like it seems like this is everything he was kind of building this the the fights up for, like building up all that uh planning and all that stuff. He was setting all that up just to so he could get to this point. And it shows. Like already My Hero Academia is like twenty times more exciting than it was like for the past month. And it's it's because of this situation that they're in. So I'm really looking forward to next week. You know, I, I love a good uh a good conundrum for the villain, for the heroes to try to figure out. And I hope it's like a slugfest back and forth type of thing like it is, like it was during the the raid or whatever. You know? Yeah. Um, I have a quick rebuttal. Brian, do you know who Black Widow is? Oh god. <laughs> no, I don't, sorry. You don't? The Avenger? No, I've never, I've never, the no, Almighty never. Avenger. No, I've never heard of Marvel. Her. Okay, well, I'm going to... I only know about Hawkeye. Sorry. Well, interesting you say that. But I'm going to focus on Black Widow for those that don't know. Okay? She is arguably one of the most powerful humans. <laughs> oh, my God. In all of Marvel. <laughs> so, you know, when I think about Toga, I think about Black Widow. Like, she is incredibly lethal and powerful. Think about Mystique. What's her power? She changes into people. And what else? She can beat people up mad good. <laughs> I have a feeling you're saying this. Not she's in- stronger than them. She's just better than every. Like, she's just better than you. Okay. Unless you're more high profile of the plot. She becomes a victim of plot armor. You know what I'm saying? That's Mystique's issue. She loses fights she shouldn't because of plot. Mm-hmm. She truly is my. You get the point, Brian. All right, you get the point. Toga's incredibly powerful, so I would take it. I w- I would I would appreciate it if you stopped disrespecting her like that. <laughs> he didn't. He said that she was very powerful. Okay. At least in this in this scenario, I feel like if she was against anybody else, it's always been that strong, yes. bro. I feel like if she Always if she didn't power. have like an emotional Always connection to all right this <laughs> is knock it off. <laughs> if like if she wasn't like um if she didn't have this emotional connection to these characters, I feel like her fight would be less interesting. Because if you think about it, like what is the solution for this problem? Like what is the solution for Deku's problem? He would have to make her not love him anymore. So it adds like a moral dilemma to this fight. It's not just I'm gonna punch you and I'm gonna win. It's also it like be. a moral dilemma that's oh, that's been plaguing both Uraka and Deku. Like, how do you handle a situation like this? You know, and Deku not being a monster uh, and be like, <laughs> "Stop it! Stop! Stop it!" It's like who's the real hero? Who's the real villain? That's what I feel like they go with when um, when it comes to Toga. You know, it's no, Toga. I think you bring up a really good point, <laughs> Brian. Um, because I was thinking about that too. How are they going to handle this fight? What are they going to do? Kill her? Lock yeah. her up for something she that's not really her fault. She needs help. That's for sure. She needs to get the fuck away from people that she can harm. That's for sure. She needs yeah. a lot of help. I don't think she needs to get defeated and maimed. Yeah. And die by accident when the hero tries to save her. But you know how that goes. Yeah. 
I I also like this chapter quite a bit. Um, I mean, obviously, the art's awesome. This one panel with Shigaraki and his weird hand spores are uh, really cool. Uh, mad detail. Love it. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on here. The fucking I do agree with Brian that the that the stakes for this are interesting. Uh, hopefully, if he does like play this out. And just like shows all these battles going on for a while, it it could be uh it could make for uh, a bunch of uh, fun chapters. Um, it's ostensibly like a time bomb, you know, because you're right, Josh. What is to stop Shigaraki from going after Monoma? But I think that's the game for them is to make sure that what? he doesn't. Where's Edge? Edge shot? He's gonna <laughs> stop. I mean, Shigaraki. No, that is, that's what it's gonna be all about protecting them. That's what that's yeah. what it's gonna turn into. Stalling out and, and try and protect them for as long as they can. Basically, I mean, you know, he doesn't have his powers right now, so. But he can still <laughs> destroy them. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, what what? Who knows what's gonna happen in that? Uh, on Toga's front, uh, yeah, I'm I'm honestly not like ultra invested in the Toga storyline, um, but I think there is something to be said that Toga is now a threat because she can use people's quirks when she transforms. So she's not just Black Widow, Josh. She's Black Widow with the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, she can. Ba- she has twice his blood, so she relatively be- speaking. So she could use twice his powers, and who knows? She could have taken a bunch of people's powers. She has like probably a bunch of people's blood. She has Uraraka's abilities. You know, True. she has she has stuff that she could bring in terms of battle that could be interesting. Um, I mean, they're gonna have to fight her a little bit. <laughs> they can't just like talk her down, especially since they're in the middle of a damn battlefield where everyone around them's fighting. So, I don't know. Uh, another problem this presents is that Deku's two hundred kilometers away, which is a lot of kilometers. Uh, <laughs> how far is <laughs> how far is like one kilometer? Uh, Not like a mile or something. Yeah, let's Brian. Can you can you look up how much how far two hundred kilometers? is in miles because i have no idea it feels like a lot because kilometers dude i don't even know how many miles away most stuff is i don't drive less than a mile away oh really (laughs) no way no that's stop it no way it's 124 miles away okay that's better (laughs) it was on meters it was not on kilometers so yeah yeah 124 miles away uh, so, you know, that's another problem. It's like, how is Deku even going to get there? Brian, could you check how many miles is is, is, is New York to, like, D.C.? It's not, it's not that much. It's not 200 kilometers. It can't be. Maybe it is. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, the toga thing... I 226 mean, miles. Whoa, looks like I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He was wrong, everybody. I didn't think it would be on the dot. I just, I, I don't think it was, it was on the dot, but it was very close. I didn't think it would be that much. Uh, she was incorrect. Get his ass. That's what he went. How many kilometers? Two hundred kilometers away, sir. Yeah, two hundred kilometers away. Yeah, Monoma sent these niggas, man, <laughs> up the coast. Yeah, like Kumadori. I think Kumadori. <laughs> to Komodori through 220 kil- 200 kilometers. Like 200 kilometers. 
Yeah, when Chopper tossed his ass, he went 200 kilometers away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have I don't have a whole bunch of thoughts about my hero. I think that's where I uh, where it is. I do think I also think it's more interesting. This isn't my runner up, but it is it is very closely tied to my actual runner up, um, because I I do find this somewhat interesting. If it, it was a short chapter, and I definitely felt like it was a short chapter. It was a really short chapter, man. But um, looking forward to it. Uh, my hero is not on break next week, so that's nice. At the rejoice. At the very oh, I wanted to say that this. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I, I just want to comment. This fight in the on the beach looks fucking crazy. I hope we get to see details of it, and not it's just happening in the background while Telga, you know, yeah, they're getting out over Meteoria. Okay, that's they, it. They are indeed getting it in in there. <laughs> like, remember when the Nomus were so cool? Like, the Nomus are cool. Yeah. The high-end Nobus were cool. I think only like one of them has been defeated since the war. Like during the war. They still have like six. Okay. But yeah. Also, you know, once again, the art is... Horikoshi is a fantastic artist. I mean, it's part of the appeal. It's like one of the reasons like I like to ha- like collect the volumes. I need this art in my house. Um, but uh, with that being said, uh, no no more thoughts, yeah? No more. Then let us move onward. Black Clover. This is Black Clover, chapter 326. Oh, color pages, too. Wow. Uh, 326, wherever it shows up. Fuck. Where's the title of this chapter? Anyway, it's 326. Whatever, bro. They're just not going to tell us what the title chapter is. Oh, it's all the way down here. It's called 326 Brothers. Uh... Alternative chap uh alternative title Believe in Your Friends Part three twenty six. <laughs> this is Believe in Your Friends chapter three hundred and twenty six. Believe in Your Friends title. Yeah. My patent my patented alternate title. No, that's the name of the series. That's the name of the series. It's the name of the series? It's the name of the chapter. That's it. It's the name of both of them. It's Believe in Your Friends, Chapter 326, Believe in Your Friends. Um, yeah. Last we left off, yeah, you know took a hit for Asta. Uh, he's down. I, I didn't think he'd be down. He's like down. Yeah, he broke his axe on him, so that broke his, that broke his swag. Yeah. And then he got punched in his gut or something, and that actually broke him physically. Yeah, he said, my swag. Uh, <clears throat> my bones and health. <laughs> My bones and health, but more importantly, my swag. My swag. <laughs> no, not in front of Ashta. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they, uh, you know, in this opportunity, Yami and uh, Noct pull up behind uh, Lucifero and try to do this super cool combo spell, Doppelganger. Uh, but then they get immediately destroyed, <laughs> hands through guts. Wait. <laughs> that shit was fire. It was that cool. Was it came up from the shadows and it said, Ooh, what you thought? <laughs> how about how about we lock you know, I had to read this several times to understand that they went to cut his head off and it just didn't matter. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. I thought they cut his arms off at first. I thought that's what happened. But he just it just didn't matter that he cut the that they cut his head off, I guess. They didn't. 
very demoralizing. Yeah. They didn't cut his head off. He just immediately went like, Get your hair. Oh, they didn't get the slash off? No, because he got he, he impaled them immediately with his bare hands. Oh, shit. You're right. Oh, See, with his back hands. He didn't even... I mean, I read this three times, and I, and I, I was wrong each time. He didn't even he didn't even turn around. He hit them with the he impaled them with his back hands. Yeah, whoa. I mean he did establish two chapters ago that he was done playing around. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Very much like Kaido. He was like, you know what? I'm over this. Uh he tries to go for Asta again. His punch is so severe looking that Lieb's life flashes before his eyes. <laughs> Not Asta. The demon within Asta is like he's like <laughs> He looks his eyes are his life is flashing before his eyes, and Asta can see all of it. Uh and you know, this is a really cool moment where like we get into the mind of Lieb where he's like, What was this all for? Lucina got killed and I couldn't I got my cursed anti-magic, but I still couldn't beat Lucifero. If she hadn't met me, Lucita wouldn't have died. And he's just like in this, you know, blank emotional anime space, uh, where you know the younger version of a character exists to say hello to um, the another. true version, the pure version. I mean, this is the all for one, one for all space because they did the same thing. If you remember when uh, Shigaraki and Deku were in that space, he was like, "This is a little boy crying for help." This is the same exact space. Um, but yeah, he's he's weeping over his mom, and uh, Asta's like, I didn't know a thing about your pain. I was the only one who couldn't use magic. It hurt. But your, but your anger and your sadness gave me strength. I'm really lucky I met you. And, um, you know, they Asta picks him up, and he's like, together we can do this. And uh, Lieb realizes that he's not alone, and together they go off. Let's go, brother. And uh, they get a new form on top of the new form. I think so. This is, I think so. This is. I think uh, the three horns in the middle are new. Yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, the new, 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 new drip. Yeah. <laughs> says new, 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 new demon. Drip. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. I'll take it. I'll take it all. Oh, I'll take a new form after this. Oh, don't mistake me. I am not in disagreement with this. Honestly, this two-page spread is fire. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, it is a two-page spread, right? Yeah, yeah he blocks this his punch with the with just the, the small sword, too. Yeah. That was demoralizing. Like, boy, you weak. <laughs> that punch had no gumption behind it. Yeah. You've awakened my inner anime anger. And uh, <laughs> now I'm going to fuck you up. Uh, but yeah, that's where the chapter ends. Another short chapter, actually. This is sixteen pages. Only two cha- two pages longer than my hero this week. Uh, I bet you the last thing he says is, "And you hurt, you know." Yeah, that's the next. You broke his axe in front of me and embarrassed him. <laughs> my but friend. I gotta, I gotta end this. You hurt my bestie, and that's where the next one starts. Um, but uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Man. I actually, this was my second favorite chapter of the week, believe it or not. Same Z's. Yeah. Oh, it was your second favorite? Yeah, it was my second favorite. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
as as much as I was like laughing and joking about this shit, um, I thought it was cool. You know, when I, <laughs> I was gonna crack a joke about it, but then I thought maybe I should save it as an actual thought. Um, but you know, when leaves like flash before Asa's eyes, I was thinking like, man. You know, I said I've been through a few brushes with death already. Like, so he just, <laughs> that's why there was nothing called flash before his eyes. Because he was just like, yep, every day I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Actually. Leave not, leave not so much. So he was really just like, oh, shit. You know, for the first time, probably. Yeah. Asta's like, oh, par for the course for me. What is this, Tuesday? Yeah. He's like, whoa, bro, skirt down. I got you, bro. Remember? I'm the main character. I do mad push-ups and nothing can stop me. <laughs> Let's go. Especially not with my friends involved. <laughs> you know, and yeah, he's, he's going to beat the demon devil king guy. It's going to be fucking lit and I can't wait. I want him to get carved up into pieces Resident Evil style. But not clean um, diamond pieces. Just a bunch of, like, I don't want him to stop. But I don't want it to cut them up so much that you still can't see the piece. I don't want it to be cut up to a fine dust. I want chunks. Mm-hmm. Small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, hope, I hope I was able to thoroughly articulate what I want Asta to do to this um, guy. Yeah, you don't, want it to, you don't want it to be atomized. Yes. You want him to be, you know, you can still see him. You can still see that he has suffered. <laughs> That's why he's called Atomic Samurai. <laughs> You you get it now? Yeah. Did you already get that? I think so. I never put that together. Guys, we're talking about One Punch Man, by the way. There's a character named Atomic Samurai. <laughs> and he, yeah, that's his name because he can cut down to the fucking atomic level. Yeah. He did it. He tried. He tried he- against that weirdo Pikmin looking dude. Anyway, I'm veering off. Yeah. I'm running off a of cliff, Chris. Can you steer this back? Yeah, let's... uh. Was I giving my thoughts on Black Clover? Yeah. <laughs> Is that you what's were. happening? You were. <laughs> do, are you done with them yeah, or do you have any more? <laughs> I like the chat that was cool. Beat him up. Beat him up. up. <laughs> yeah. Um I yeah, this is uh, also my second place. If uh if One Piece wasn't in this week, it would have been this. Uh I I've said uh, a couple times that I think Lieb is one of the best things that's ever happened to Black Clover. Um I think um as far as like inner demons go, he's a very interesting one and uh, and somewhat of a unique one. Um I, I like his vibe. Uh I like that he's not just like this super evil piece of shit that's trying to ruin Asta's life. Um he's just right. a guy who also had a goal and he had like a very tangible thing that he wanted to accomplish uh that falls in line with the rest of the story. So, you know, he's a good foil for Asta. This was a cool moment to see like, you know, his little uh, little emotional side. Uh, I, I felt a little something. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. Lee, <laughs> Right, because he's like, I tried. I tried for mom. Then I got smoked and rolled up in the backwood. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I'm just like, is Lucita not also Asta's mom? Because, like, I thought that's what. He doesn't have a connection with her, though. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I know that. I didn't expect him to be like, mom, but, like, you know. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're acting like she's not his mom. <laughs> and I'm like... Is- oh, you know, I'm glad you say that, though, bro. Because, you know, I think Asta was seeing... When he was seeing the Leeds life flash before his eyes, too, I think you know, he was seeing his mother for the first time. Yeah. He and how she acted it. and moved. 
Mm-hmm. So it's almost like he was able to experience his mom too, which is why I thought it was kind of weird that he wasn't like, let's do it for mom, you know? Well, he, he doesn't just, know that, no, right? Let's go win. No, exactly. I mean, like you said, he doesn't have any connection with her, so he doesn't even know that's that's his mom, if that's even his mom, because I don't even know if they really confirmed that. But yeah, they. it just looks exactly like Austin. <laughs> <laughs> right i guess they didn't confirm that yet yeah i mean let us know in the comments uh if you know uh, if we missed something because last i checked i don't think that was like a confirmed thing even though like it's hey, very heavily implied to google that shit real quick hey brian can you real quick uh google if lasita is asta's mom um and in the meantime I guess uh, I'll stall for a minute because those are all my thoughts. I thought the action was dope. I thought the yeah, it was pretty dope. I thought the art I, is dope. I, 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 I was about to try to use they finish and move on him and catch him slipping. It just was, it just sprouted arms and mm. they got caught because they didn't expect him to do some wild shit like that. Yeah, it looks like it's confirmed. Say again. It looks like it's confirmed. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. His right. mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since that arc. Oh. I for, I forgot. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm in the same boat as you, bro. I wasn't sure. I just, I just felt like that. I remember him saying that. Yeah. Um, I like the chapter. Me too. Very enjoyable. Too bad. Too bad. One Piece dropped the whole JB. <laughs> yeah, the old JB. The old JB. Old JB came through and ruined everything for every other manga. Yeah, because like justifiably, there's no way we couldn't give it the RGC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, and it wasn't bad. No, Kaido no, no. was rampaging. I got a lot of the stuff I liked. Yeah, know? it was a good One Piece chapter on top of the JB stuff. Um, but yes, anyway. recipe for success. Yeah. Anyway, this is Black Clover segment, and it's over now. So I suppose we should move onward. <laughs> Undead unluck. This is Undead Unluck Chapter 102, Regulator. Um, last we left off, uh, Andy pissed off God so much that they they were like flipping over the Monopoly board in a sense and being like, you know what, fuck it. Here's a new aspect to the world that we're adding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so you literally know, the rules. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, fuck you, you can't do that. I'm sending. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm enacting regulations on on undead, um, and something crash lands into the forest, uh, Kal-El style, and uh, guess who emerges? This weird mummy guy pulls up out Was of the not forest. Expecting the mummy guy to come up out from the sun. Yeah, I, I called this by the way. That is going to be the Arankars of uh, the undead unlock world. I did. Where's more humanoid they, rules? They even lashed out against their subordinates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't it so fucking edge, man, in a good way? Oh my <laughs> god, so fucking edge. Like Chris might be joking, but I'm dead ass serious. I was like, oh man, these guys are serious. Yo, Brian. <laughs> Brian would love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's so cool. And he killed this. He killed his homies. Yeah, he turned around. Okay, so what happens? What happens is is that uh, the, the uh, oh, regular fifteen year old Josh, wild guy, the uh, regulation that God enacts pulls up out of the forest, and the other UMAs pull up and is like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like jail style. <laughs> like you turn around, he's like, "I'd see you here, new guy." Newbie. <laughs> 
This one's you racking. And yeah, just like Josh said, he starts being like, mm, pathetic, so weak, you couldn't even stop one negator. New worthless pieces of shit who cannot uh, comprehend even an iota of God's will. <laughs> and what's funny is the UMA is like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> oh my god. You said we're what? <laughs> I like how one of the almost got <laughs> Oh yeah, like, you said what? <laughs> he gets wrapped up in quilts. Yeah, he just gets absorbed into the mummy guy's oh, mummy thing. Um mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> he's like hmm, pathetic. There's so many rules here, yet none of you can restrain a single UMA. What's uh, up with this dynamite guy? Did we address this already? I feel like we did. I mean, it doesn't matter anymore because he is wrapped up in uh, this guy's. I think he's bomb. I think he's explosion. Yeah, he's just the concept of bombs. If you kill him, you kill bombs. Yeah, no more dropping bombs in the booth. Yeah. No more nothing. Yeah, the very concept of bombs <laughs> in any <laughs> facet, any way. <laughs> um. And- yeah. So I like how they that super duper clear in the other chapter. He's saying, you guys forgot. <laughs> Thirst is gone. Yeah. It's, it's, gone, it's gone, gone. Gone, gone. <laughs> Every um, conceivable way. Yeah, I imagine never feeling thirsty again. I mean, that still blows my mind. Like, the, the premise of this series. Water, bro. Say again? I can't imagine not drinking water. Especially sparkling water. <laughs> never. Uh, but yeah, uh, he absorbs all the UMAs and, uh, Andy's like, ah, thanks for the help. Never would have guessed a UMA would clean up its mess. And man, this guy is all business. They start shit talking immediately. It's like, you're yeah. dead. Correct. I have an order from God. And Andy's like, oh yeah. What kind of errand does God have you running? Little bitch boy, little bitch doing errands, little bitch boy. I like this exchange. Yeah. I thought it could have been a little spicier, but I, I think he held back. Yeah, he 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 gave it a sprinkle. He gave it a little sprinkle. Uh and then he does his attack, his two-page spread, look how impressive I am attack. Um and uh Andy Matrix dodges it. Uh gets cut part of his chest cut off though. His pecs to, his you can see his uh he see scaled his chest bones. Yeah. What do you call it? The uh his the rib, rib cage. cage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Um this is why you shouldn't have pecs, guys. Don't work out. <laughs> you can't do matrix dodges with bulging pecs. It's not a good combination. No. Uh, but then he releases his weird wrap uh, thing, and then a bunch of trees fall out, because not only did he cut the trees with his uh, attack, he also absorbed them within these wraps, drops them all on everybody. Uh, he pulls up on his weird Nimbus cloud thing and just yoinks fucking Andy's heart out of his chest. Uh, kill Hunter. Yeah. Oh, somebody's been watching Hunter. Hunter! Bang, 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 bang. Hunter X Hunter reference. Yeah, I'm proud of you. You managed oh, to get yeah. one in. I was wondering if he was if you're going to be able to pull it off, but you did it. Well, last time I doubt you, my friend. Nigga said my dad 
would have did it without the blood. I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sounds impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Which means he's pretty serious. Yeah, he means he's a big deal. It's a pretty big deal. Oh my god. We gotta do a little bit of a Hunter Hunter recap with you. Just uh Yeah, I could we could recap some uh, we could figure it out. I- yeah. I'd love to. Because I just watched it for the first time recently as well. So I even rewatched that first talk. I ain't gonna lie, that first arc was so great. Yeah. Like just the exam itself was 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 very good. Yeah. Um but anyway. Oh prisoners with assholes, anyway. <laughs> Back to Undead Unluck. Um yeah, basically, he's like, with UMAs, they become sealed once I absorb their cord into the talisman. Um, but I can't do the same for humans. So, you know, for my next move, I will simply wrap everything and seal you. That is that is the reason God chose me. Since the dawn of the civilization, that is how undead has been felt. Word? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. You just seal You just seal Because rock on a snake, and I'm like... Is that some type of biblical reference? <laughs> I think so, actually. It, it must be because snakes like aren't <laughs> they're not uh, undead. <laughs> they're pretty much alive and can die. If you think about how, like you know, God is God, that guy, and the devil is a snake. Ah, yes, he sealed him. I'm, I'm, I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed in myself that I didn't get the reference sooner. Hey, buddy, it's okay. I was, I was on the, I was, I was in the right direction. I did say something about it being biblical, maybe. Yeah. Just didn't take it further than that. Hey, bud. Hey, hey, go easy on yourself. Hey, that's my friend you're talking about. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the last two-page spread is. Uh, this uh, you, this regulation introducing himself as seal, the very concept of sealing things. Uh, so he was born of God's regulation to seal <laughs> undead, and uh, and he's like, say, <laughs> he said, hey, uh, it's been a while since I faced certain doom, and that's where the chapter ends. Um, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I really wish Andy would have said. How about I I cut you to shreds and wipe my ass with <laughs> the remains? <laughs> that would have been pretty metal. It would be pretty metal. That would have been pretty sick. I guess you can't say I that. Thought, that's what I thought. I thought he was like, hey, he's sick. You, you a lame ass thing. I don't know. I thought he's going to like kind of like say some slick shit to him, but he's just like, all right, you know, ready to die as always, like Andy and Asta. Yeah. Asta would my, admire this guy for sure. One hundred percent. Man, this mummy guy is real funny, and I don't think he's trying to be. I don't think the author is intending that to be the case, but you know, Bleach will do it to you. Yeah. Um. What can I say, man? <laughs> really like the art. I think this this seal guy's intimidating. I think this is actually. You know what? Um, when I finished reading the chapter. What I thought to myself was, oh, cool. We're, we're going to see a, you know, a focused fight between Andy and this, this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's not the end of the series. He's still got to fight somebody else. So it's like, all right, you know, this, this might be a nice, cool preliminary fight. Sometimes the preliminary fights are way more lit than yeah. the ending. Yeah. You know? 
you know, I, I remember the fight with Sasuke and Kabuto. And, and, and then his dead brother came alive to, to put him in this infinite Tsukeyomi. Mm-hmm. That was crazy, man. I was right before the end of everything. And I was probably the... I'm not going to say the last lit thing that happened. It's not true. But that was one of the craziest things that happened right before the war. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I have my series of events? No, mixed? That, happened in, that happened during the war. During the war. And that's actually what stopped the Ido Tensei, right? That when they took care of him. Is I that what happened? I think so. It has been several years since I've read Naruto. Yeah, yeah whatever. I'm going to just leave it there. Yeah. How about that? I really enjoyed this chapter, and I liked it more than My Hero Academia. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I like My Hero Academia, too. Wow. I it a lot better. I said I liked it better, right? Yeah, you said you liked Undead Unluck better than My Hero. Because Undead never gets no credit for nothing, man. I give it lots so, of credit. I give, I give it a little bit of luck. I gotta, I gotta make it known. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, this guy is definitely intimidating and very interesting, although we did have, like, some fun with just, you know, basically framing him as a Bleach villain. But, um... Yeah, I think I just had more fun with the chapter reading it with you guys than... I, I think my Academia was actually better. Let me let me relax. <laughs> yeah. But uh, always a fun time. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I enjoyed this chapter. Um, I wonder how... Yeah, I, I guess it's not... Uh, as close to the end as we think, because we he, he has to fight this guy, then he has to fight Unruin. He tried to snatch his heart to steal. To, do you even say that? Like how he tried to steal yeah. his heart? Like yeah. like he was a Umako and was like, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely that didn't work. Huh? Okay, <laughs> he got him. <laughs> he, they yeah, that was the way to beat him. He would have lost. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about it. It was a cool action chapter. Uh, I I do like. You know, the thundercloud little sequence. I thought that was like a really cool panel. Um, I'm very interested to see. And this is actually, this is a good one-on-one fight. And we haven't gotten many of those over the course of Under and Unluck lately. So um, the last one we got really was like Top and Chikara. I think is Chikara versus um, the uh, yeah. uh, the unrun out of things to shoot at people guy. Un, un, un run out. <laughs> unrun out um <laughs> uh, but yeah something you get it i mean yeah, i guess I if you kill seal do you just like kill the concept of sealing things oh that's what i was gonna say like no what about the animal seal it's what? spelled differently no not see not seals it's like the idea uh, of sealing things like so would tupperware work uh tupperware? <laughs> would uh tupperware would, would bottle caps work uh Oh, what would wow. happen if you destroy a seal? No stamps. You see, like a seal of. No, you're right. No more stamps. Damn. <laughs> it's a cold, stampless world. Uh, Andy better chill, man. He's actually. He kind of is wilding. <laughs> he is just destroying the concepts of reality. <laughs> Imagine you're working yeah, out, and then all of a sudden. Imagine you're just working out and you're like really thirsty, but then all of a sudden you just don't feel thirsty anymore. Damn. And you're just like, whoa. That's just, what do you say? I don't know what it is anymore. What am I even missing? What? So you just know something's gone. Well, nobody's Until for-, for remembering things were gone is cut up as well. And then that won't be a case. <laughs> <You> just <laughs> The concept of memory? <laughs> yeah. Damn. 
I mean, I think you'd remember thirst. So, like, just because you kill a UMA doesn't mean you don't remember it. So, you remember this thing existed, but it's not here anymore. Thirst was a thing. I know what it was. I can't explain to you what it was. It's like when certain people have, like, strokes. Or, like, if you put something, like, on on one side of their brain. I know you've heard of that. When, like... They look at like a pencil, like the certain, like certain people, like that have like certain shit fucked up with their brain. Like if they had a stroke, they look at a pencil and be like, like they would ask them a question, like, okay, what is this? And they would say, I don't know. Oh, that's what it was. Did, we learned about that shit in Doctor with Providence class, Chris. Mm-hmm. When it was like, okay, like with certain people, right, when, when certain people have a stroke or a certain brain condition. Like the left and the like the left brain and the right brain like control certain types of memories or, or certain associations, and that like if they cover their eye, they would only have access. Like they cover their right eye, they would only have access like to the left side, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna if anyone knows what this is in the comments, let me know, yo, and I, I'm gonna hit you back. But like, so this is what he said. He was just like, okay, like basically, like in this case study with the dude, they told him to cover one eye. And then look at the object, right? And it was like a, a pen or a pencil. And he was just like, okay, what is this? And he was like, I don't know. And he was like, what do you do with it? He's like, well, you, you write stuff down with it. You know, while keeping this eye covered. Mm-hmm. He's like, but you don't know what this is. He was like, man, I, I have no idea. I've ne- never, I can't, I just don't have it. I don't know what it is. But I know you write with it and you, you can do stuff. And he knew how to use it and stuff. And he covered this eye. And he was like, what's this? And he was like, oh, a pen. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was like, what do you do with it? He's like, I have no idea. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. crazy. I'm pretty sure we, like, he, that was doc, that was like one of the actually, like, very few cool things he did in, in his class. And I thought that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, th- I don't, I don't remember it at all. But uh, I was never a it science genius. In, <laughs> I have happened in sociology class in college. So I might be blending things together. I'm, I'm pretty old. <laughs> Maybe the Uma, but for for memory has been damaged in yeah. our world. Oh yeah, I, definitely I, for sure. Memory has been fucked up in our world. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean that's uh that's it about uh undead unluck. And that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram uh, at NY Chillin on Twitter. Uh, Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Follow him on his Twitch stream at its punchline uh, twitch.tv slash its punchline uh, follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram uh, follow us on twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll that we do every week uh, so you know vote for your favorite chapter we'll reveal them on the show uh, and uh, don't forget to uh, like share subscribe if you have any thoughts on the chapters on the show itself, comment under the video below. I I usually try to tell you guys to comment under each, like after each time we cover a series, just so the highlights get them too. But I forget. But comment. Let us know what you guys think about the show, about the sh- about the manga, whatever you guys want. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Audio version usually goes up first. So 
check us out on that leave us a five-star review on either itunes or spotify uh help us out with this algorithm dudes we're getting found we're getting found a little bit but we could use a little bit more help so you know let us know uh comment like share do all the things that the algorithm dictates uh but yeah with that being said thank you guys so much for listening and uh we'll see you soon new jump citizens peace out